Hi, Rebecca Shear here. Looking for more ways to circle round with us? Join the Circle Round Club and get all sorts of great perks, like a welcome box with Circle Round goodies, monthly newsletters, even ad-free episodes, and bonus bedtime stories. Support our public radio podcast and sign up now at wbur.org slash Club. WBUR Podcasts, Boston. There's an old expression that says, go out on a limb. That's where the fruit is. In other words, if you want to find the true sweetness in life, sometimes you have to take a risk. In today's story, our main character goes out on a limb to make her dream come true. And the fruit she finds is sweeter than she ever imagined. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today, our story is called The First Customer. Versions of this tale come from the Philippines, an island country in Southeast Asia. Some really great people came together to bring you our adaptation of this story, including Stephanie Panicello, who voices the audiobooks of Disney's Encanto. She also plays Betty Ross in Marvel's What If on Disney+, Claire Redfield in the Resident Evil franchise, and Bean in the animated series Bada Bean. So, circle around, everyone, for the first customer. Ever since Issa was a little girl, she dreamed of running her own shop. More specifically, her own grocery, where customers could stop by and pick up everyday items like rice and beans, sugar and flour, fruits, vegetables, soap. After years of working hard at other people's groceries, Issa finally saved enough money to make her dream come true. Now I just need to find the perfect space. I want my grocery to be right in the center of a busy town, with plenty of people walking by. After all, more people means more customers. So Isa traveled from town to town, searching for the perfect space. After looking at spots that were either too big, too small, too expensive, or too out of the way, she finally found one that was just the right size, just the right price, and in just the right location along a bustling cobblestone square in the middle of town, right beside a busy hardware store. There was just one problem. This place is in shambles. Oh, it looks like another grocery used to be here, but judging by the peeling walls and creaky floors, it must have been ages ago. Not only that, but it seems like the owner suddenly abandoned the place. It was true. Rows of rickety shelves stretched from wall to wall, and they were still crammed with old groceries, all spoiled and covered in dust. I don't know what happened, but I'll do what I can to fix this place up. Then I'll make it the best grocery this town has ever seen. Customers will come streaming through my doors. Issa spent the next months painting walls, replacing floorboards, tearing down shelves, and building new ones. Then she went about stocking those shelves with groceries. Hmm, let's see. How about if I put the rice and beans in this aisle here? I put the flour and sugar in that aisle there. Then I'll put the soap in the back and the fruits and vegetables out front. Oh, I can hardly wait to see all my new customers come rushing in on opening day. 
When opening day arrived, Issa was buzzing with excitement as she gave the floors one last polish and gave the windows one last scrub. Then, with trembling fingers, she unlocked her doors, flipped the closed sign to open, and eagerly awaited her first customers. Well, Issa waited. Wow, what a slow morning. And waited. It's lunchtime already? Where is everyone? And waited. Oh, it's nearly closing time. Why is nobody coming in? By the end of the day, not one customer had visited Issa's grocery. With a heavy heart, she locked her doors and flipped the open sign to closed. Well, that was depressing. I've worked my tail off all these years to make my dream come true. But that dream was supposed to include customers. Many, many customers flocking through the doors of my grocery. I'll never get by if this keeps up. So the next morning, Issa hung a big, colorful, open-for-business banner in the grocery's front window. Then, just like yesterday, she unlocked her doors, flipped the closed sign to open, and she waited. Again. What is going on? My grocery has been open for two days now, and I haven't gotten one customer. Not one! Maybe this was all a terrible idea. Maybe I should just forget everything and... My first customer! Issa spun her head toward the front door. Shuffling into the grocery was an old woman. Her powder-white hair was streaked with silver, and draped over her shoulders was a tattered, threadbare shawl. Clutched in her soft, wrinkled hand was a gnarled walking stick. Good day, madam. Welcome to my brand new grocery. Would you believe you're my very first customer? How may I help you? The woman flashed Issa a wide, toothy grin. Good day, young lady. And congratulations on your grand opening. I would like to buy a mango. A mango? No problem. Mangoes are my favorite, and I've got plenty of them in that basket over there. Just pick whichever one you want and... Oh, I'm sorry. What I was going to say is I would like to buy a mango, but I can't. I'm afraid I have no money. Issa felt a wave of disappointment. At last, her first customer. And she couldn't even buy anything? But as she gazed into the woman's twinkling brown eyes, her disappointment gave way to compassion. You know what, madam? I'd be happy to give you a mango. In fact, you can take all of the mangoes, free of charge. My, my, such generosity. Thank you, young lady. You know, you and I have something in common. We both love mangoes. Well, yes, but something else, too. You see, I once owned a grocery just like this one. I sold rice and beans, sugar and flour, fruits, vegetables, soap. It had always been my dream. It's always been my dream, too. But unlike you, I never gave anything away for free. I was too concerned about the bottom line, making a profit. So my prices were high, 
and my patience was low. Do you know what I did if a customer wanted something but had no money? I threw them out. That's what I did. But clearly, you would never do such a thing. And I admire that. Thank you, madam. No, thank you. What did you say your name was? Isa? Isa paused. Had she actually said what her name was? Um, yes, it's Isa. Well then, thank you, Isa. I hope this grocery brings you great fortune. And with that, the old woman shuffled out of the shop and into the crowded town square. How did that woman know my name? It isn't like word has gotten around about my grocery. If it had, I'd be swamped with customers by now. Isa let out a sigh. Then she noticed something on the floor by the door. Wait a minute. Is that the old woman's walking stick? Oh, she must have dropped it by accident. I must find her and give it back. With the walking stick tucked under her arm, Isa raced outside. She didn't see the old woman anywhere, so she began tapping people on the shoulder and asking if they'd seen her. Excuse me, did you see an old woman just now? Silvery white hair, tattered shawl, walks with sort of a shuffle. An old woman? I didn't see an old woman. Nuh-uh, I didn't see an old woman. I definitely didn't see an old woman. Sorry, I never saw anyone like that. Isa was confused. The old woman didn't move very fast, especially without her stick to help her out. So how come none of these people had spotted her hobbling around? Isa returned to the grocery and placed the walking stick behind the counter. I'll just hold on to the walking stick until the old woman returns. That is assuming my grocery is still open by then. If business doesn't pick up, I might as well shut this place down and... Isa didn't have time to finish her sentence, because all of a sudden she received a big surprise. One that made her heart stop, her eyes pop, and her jaw drop. What do you think gave Isa such a surprise? We'll find out what it was after a quick break. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We've been looking for even more ways to circle round with super fans like you. And now we've got another one. The Circle Round Club. When you join the Circle Round Club, not only do you support the public radio station that makes Circle Round possible, but you can get all sorts of perks, including a welcome box with Circle Round goodies, weekly activity emails, monthly newsletters from me, Rebecca Shear, 
and early access to Circle Round events. You can also get bonus bedtime stories, behind-the-scenes videos, and ad-free episodes. Sign up now at wbur.org slash Club. I'm Rebecca Shear. Welcome back to Circle Round. Today, our story is called The First Customer. Before the break, Issa the grocer gave all her mangoes to her first and only customer, a penniless old woman. The woman left her walking stick behind, so Issa rushed out to return it. But the old woman was nowhere to be found. So Issa went back to her grocery, placed the walking stick under the counter, and hoped beyond hope that more customers might walk through her door. And at that very moment, lo and behold, they did. The front door burst open, and all at once, a throng of people came streaming inside the shop. Hi there. I'm looking for soap. I need some flour. I need sugar. Do you have any rice and beans? Isa could hardly believe her eyes. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome. You'll find rice and beans in aisle one, flour and sugar in aisle two, and soap in the back. All day long, Isa had her hands fantastically full as she rang up customer. Thanks for coming by. After customer. Have a lovely afternoon. After customer. Hope to see you again. By closing time, as Isa locked the doors and flipped the open sign to closed, she was exhausted and elated. <sighs> that was amazing. So many customers all of a sudden. That old woman told me she hoped this grocery would bring me good fortune. And who knew her words would come true so quickly? Anyway, my shelves are nearly empty. I better restock them in case business is equally brisk tomorrow. And wouldn't you know it, business was equally brisk, if not more so. When Issa got to the grocery the next morning, a long line of customers snaked around the cobblestone square. Good morning, everyone. Great to see you. I'll just unlock the doors and you can shop away. And shop away they did. All day long. Thanks for your business. I appreciate you stopping by. Enjoy your groceries. More customers showed up the next day, and the next week, and the next month. And late one night, after restocking her shelves for the umpteenth time, Issa came to a realization. I need a bigger grocery. But how am I going to find a space that's just the right size, just the right price, and in just the right location? As if by magic, the answer came the very next morning, when Issa spotted a for sale sign in the window of the hardware store one door over. When Issa paid a visit, the owner told her he was retiring. I've owned this hardware store for a very long time. And after all these years, I'm ready for a break. A well-deserved break, sir. It's clear you've worked hard. You're so kind, Issa. And now that I'm retiring, I couldn't imagine selling my place to a friendlier, more generous soul. Let me tell you. You're nothing like the neighbor I used to have. Did you know that long before you moved in, there was another much 
older grocer next door? Not very friendly. Never gave me so much as a hello. All I know is they left a real mess when they closed. The shelves were still filled with old groceries, all spoiled and rotting. Well, business didn't work out so well, and the grocer up and left town. They're long gone now. Probably passed away. But anyway, enough about the past. Here's to your future, Issa. May it shine as bright as the sun. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Now that Issa had more space, she wasted no time starting her renovations. She knocked down walls, she built new shelves, then she expanded her inventory and her customers. Thanks for visiting my new and improved grocery. I hope you found everything you need. Have a marvelous rest of your day. Issa's business was booming beyond her wildest dreams. Then, one evening, after the last customer filed out and Issa was getting ready to close, she heard a familiar voice. Issa! Issa turned her head, and who should she see standing in the doorway but the old woman with her silvery white hair and tattered shawl? Good evening, madam. It's wonderful to see you. And it's wonderful to see you, Issa. The woman's twinkling eyes roved around the shop. Would you look at this place? It's so much bigger than it was before. Let's just say business has been good. Very good. I couldn't be more thankful. The woman gazed at Issa. You know, Issa, back when I was a grocer, I would have done Anything to expand my shop like this. Anything. But I never got the chance. What happened? Well, you may remember that I wasn't the most generous of grocers. Word spread about my high prices and my not-so-friendly customer service. And business took a turn for the worse. I had to close my doors and leave town, practically overnight. I abandoned my shop and my dream. Issa felt a rush of sympathy. That must have been hard for you, madam. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, too. I'm sorry for everything I did all those years ago. <laughs> More years than I can count. But look at you. I remember telling you I hoped this grocery would bring you great fortune, and it has. Yes. Oh, which reminds me. Issa reached under the counter. I believe this belongs to you. The woman's wrinkled face broke into a grin. My walking stick. I must have dropped this the day we met. I appreciate you keeping it safe. Well, when I discovered you'd left it here, I raced out to the town square to find you, but I couldn't. I asked around, but nobody had seen you. Nobody at all. It was like you'd vanished. So I just gave up, and anyway, I'm glad I can return it now. And I appreciate it. Congratulations, Issa. Success couldn't come to a more deserving soul. And with that... 
The woman grasped her gnarled walking stick, flashed Issa a toothy smile, then shuffled out the door. After she left, Issa had a sudden thought. Wait, I can't let that poor woman leave empty-handed. I'll give her some mangoes, for old time's sake. Issa grabbed the basket of mangoes, then raced outside. But all she saw in the square was a bunch of townspeople milling about in the moonlight. And when she asked them if they'd seen the old woman... Silvery white hair, tattered shawl, walks with sort of a shuffle. Their answers sounded oddly familiar. An old woman? Can't say I did. I definitely didn't see an old woman. Nope. Never saw her. Sorry. No old woman here. Once again, it was as if the old woman had vanished into thin air. Where on earth could the old woman be? And why does she keep disappearing? And how come nobody ever sees her but me? Issa puzzled and pondered the mystery, thinking back to all that had happened since she and the old woman first met. I once owned a grocery just like this one. I had to close my doors and leave town, practically overnight. All I know is they left a real mess when they closed. The shelves were still filled with old groceries. Business didn't work out so well, and the grocer up and left town. They're long gone now. Probably passed away. Issa froze in her tracks. A chill ran down her spine. Yet at the same time, a warmth filled up her heart. And all at once, she knew what she had to do. She walked back to her grocery and placed the basket of mangoes outside the front door. Then she flipped the open sign to closed, locked up, and headed home. When she got to work the next morning, the mangoes were gone. Issa knew the fruit could have been taken by anyone. A group of late-night revelers, a hungry passerby, a stray dog or cat. But she liked to think it was her old friend with the silvery white hair and tattered shawl coming back to visit the dream she had to abandon so long ago and getting a little bit of sweetness in return. Now it's your turn. Just like Isa, you can bring even more kindness into the world by creating a kindness paper chain. Think about one act of kindness you've done or received lately. Then write that act down or draw a picture of it on a rectangular slip of paper. Ask a friend or family member about an act of kindness they've done or received and have them write or draw it on another slip of paper. Then glue or tape the strips together to make the first link in your chain. After that, every time you do or receive a kind act, add it to your chain. Eventually, you'll have a heartwarming record of all the generous things you've done for others and others have done for you. This week's story, The First Customer, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear. It was edited by Nora Sachs. Our original music and sound design is by Eric Shimalonis. Our artist is Sabina Hahn. Sabina has drawn a black and white coloring page for all 200-plus Circle Round stories, and you can color them in. Grown-ups, visit our website, wbur.org slash circle round, and click on Coloring Pages. And while you're at wbur.org slash circle round, you can become a member of the Circle Round Club. You can get an ad-free listening experience, 
bite-sized Circle Round bedtime stories, early access to Circle Round events, behind-the-scenes videos, even a personalized birthday message. Visit WBUR.org slash Circle Round and click on Circle Round Club. Special thanks to this week's actors. Evan Casey, Igor Shimalonis, Amory Sievertson, Don Ursula, and Stephanie Panicello. Stephanie Panicello voices the audiobooks of Disney's Encanto. She also plays Betty Ross in Marvel's What If on Disney+, Plus, Claire Redfield in the Resident Evil franchise, and Bean in the animated series Bada Bean. Our featured instrument this week was the Celeste. You can learn more about this keyboard instrument with a delicate bell-like sound by visiting our website. Again, that's wbur.org slash circle round. Grown-ups, if you enjoy what you hear on Circle Round, please write us a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. It only takes a minute, and it'll help us keep circling around with you for years to come. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling around with us. One of the best things about creating Circle Round is hearing from listeners like you. Circle Round fans have been telling us about their favorite Circle Round stories, and we're excited to share some of their voices with you. My name is Gloria, and my favorite Circle Round story is the hat, the horn, the purse. And my favorite part is when Luca goes to the lady's house to show her his coin purse. My name's Fiona. I live in San Diego, California, and my favorite Circle Round story is The Missing Mountainside. I really like how the spear of the mountain turns all the dumplings into stone because they were all buying three. My name is Jeff from New Jersey, and my favorite Circle Round story is Go in the Garden. My favorite part is when the goat eats all the fruit, and she says, Ha, don't you know who I am? I'm the Billy Goat from the hills and mountains, so don't you get out. My name is River, and I'm from Alveston, Illinois, and my favorite Circle Round story is Book Away Falls because I like the part where the king swoops into the pool and turns into stone forever. My name is Leo. I live in Salt Lake City, Utah. My favorite circle round is the free legged pot, and I like where the pot says, Hey, you know, I can go all the way to the North Pole. My name is Christina, and I live in New York City, and my favorite Circle Round story is the never-ending stories because it teaches the lesson to pass down the story. Did someone mention an episode you missed? No problem. You can find every single Circle Round story on our website. That's wbur.org slash circle round, or wherever you and your grown-ups get your podcasts.